Well, don't you think that uh, we have exhausted every way we can talk about the year 2020? I am weary of some of the phrases that I have used and I've heard used hundreds of times, particularly those phrases related to our decision-making. How many times have you heard since the 1st of March this year, out of an abundance of caution? Or how many times have you heard us plea for social distancing? Or ask you in various situations to make sure that you're wearing your mask? Uh, We have used sentences uh, so much that we have grown tired of them this we say, is a most unusual year. It is a very unique period of time. It is a time unlike any that we have seen in our lifetime. Uh, Changes have come during this year, not only due to COVID-19, but due to all the other things that have gone on around COVID-19. covid 19 is bad enough, but in the midst of the political turmoil and the social turmoil that has been a part of this year, how many times have you said, or I have said, I'm ready for 2020 to be in my rear view mirror? I don't want to talk at this Christmas season about all the change. What I want to talk for a few moments about is that which is constant in the midst of change. Time, like an ever-flowing stream, always is moving forward. And yet, in the midst of the flow of time, there is eternal truth upon which we take our stand as the people of God. And it begins for us with the celebration of the season of Advent, when we celebrate together the eternal truth of the incarnation. So I want to read today some verses from the Apostle Paul found in the fourth chapter of Galatians, beginning in verse 1. I mean that the heir, as long as he is a child, is no different from a slave though he is the owner of everything, but he is under guardians and managers until the date set by his father. In the same way, we also, when we were children, were enslaved to the elementary principles of the world. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons and daughters. And because you are sons and daughters, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts crying, Abba, Father. So you're no longer a slave, but a son and a daughter. And if you're a son or a daughter, then you're an heir through God. In the midst of the flow of time and history, 
God had chosen before the beginnings of the world that time when he would send us the wonderful gift of his son. There is no way for you to under, you and I to understand the flow of time and history apart from the gift that God has given us in the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. So think with me, rooted and grounded in this text in Galatians, about the coming of the Lord Jesus that we celebrate this Christmas, the coming of the eternal truth of God into the midst of time. I want to talk about Jesus as the middle of time. I want to talk about Jesus as the meaning of time. I want to talk about our Lord Jesus as the measure of time. I enrolled in my very first course in seminary in the fall of 1976. It was a course uh, in, in the introduction to the New Testament. And we read a book in that course by a German scholar named Hans Konzelmann. The German title for the book, I cannot say it like my friend Vera, but the German title was Die Mitte der Zeit, The Middle of Time. The focus of the entire book was on Jesus being at the midpoint of all of time and all of history. Uh, we mark time, don't we, by the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, before Christ, B.C., after the birth of Christ, Anno Domini. Do you know there's a movement now afoot that wants to go back to the old way of marking time in order to eliminate the reference to anything Christian. B.C.E., before the Common Era, C.E., the Common Era. But even in that marking of time, there is the awareness that something happened so that we went from before the Common Era to the Common Era. That something we know is the birth of the Lord Jesus. He is indeed the middle of time. Time revolves around, time centers in, time focuses on the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. He stands, demita der sight, at the middle of time. But he's not only the middle of time, he is indeed the meaning of time. Uh, Paul speaks here of the fullness of time, in the fullness of time. It is a, a rich word used by the Apostle Paul because it is not measuring time by the turning of minutes into hours and hours into days and days into weeks and weeks into months and months into years and so forth and so on. The word that he uses here is a rich word that has to do with time chronologically coming to a point of focus in an eruptive moment that gives meaning to all of time. Uh, the Greek uses two words for time, uh, chronos, from which we get 
chronology. And then the Greek word kairos that has to do with time building up over time to those pregnant moments that explode into the fullness of what time chronologically is all about. That word is used here by Paul in the fullness of time. What happened? God sent forth his son, born of a woman, conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, but born fully human, truly human under the law. This is the coming of Jesus as described by Paul. This is his birth as Paul chronicles it for us in the manger in Bethlehem. He is the one who gives meaning to time. You know, the New Testament refers to life by using two terms. Uh, One of them is the Greek word from which we get biology. It is the Greek word vios, B-I-O-S. It is the description of daily life. We get up in the morning, we get our morning coffee, we read the newspaper perhaps, or check our phones for the most recent information, the most recent weather update. We get ready for work, we go about our work, we come home, we have dinner together, we get ready for bed, and we repeat the same routine over and over again. In the midst of that, the Bible uses another word for life. It is the Greek word zoe, Z-O-E, and it has to do with the life that God gives us. And the life that God gives us comes in Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave us his one and only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Where is meaning in life found for you today? Is it found in the midst of the routine of daily life that can become so dull and repetitive and boring and endless, it seems? Is meaning for you you found in trying to find a way to survive during these days of COVID-19? Finding a way to watch your favorite television programs and turn off those nauseous political advertisements? Or is your life found where God made you to find your life in Jesus? The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus is the middle of time. Jesus is the meaning of time. Jesus is the measure of time. In the fullness of time... Uh, Paul says, God sent forth his son, born of the woman, born under the law, to redeem those. That's why he came, to redeem those who were under the law. Jesus is the measure of meaning in this life. And when you know the Lord Jesus, this is what Paul says you receive. You receive adoption. You are brought by the grace of God through Jesus into the family of God. You become a child of God. But you not only receive adoption, Paul says, 
you receive freedom. And because, verse 6, you are sons, God has spent, sent the spirit of his son into your hearts crying, Abba, Father, so you're no longer a slave, not a, not a slave to your desires, not a slave to the endless routine of daily life, not a slave to this world. You're a son or a daughter of God. And you're free. You're free from all that would oppress you and keep you in bondage. You are adopted by God. You are set free from the judgment of God that we deserve and you receive fullness of life. You are, as Paul says, you an heir of God. All that God owns is given to you through Jesus Christ. The crisis in which we are living our lives now in 2020 will be over. It seems that it will go into 2021, but it will end. And another will come after it at some point. In the midst of time, as it flows forward, there are always those things that are going to come. Disease and death, despair and distress. All kinds of issues that we will confront and your life will change. It will change physically. It will change emotionally. It will change relationally. But in the midst of that, there is one who never changes. And he has loved you. He does love you. And he's given his life for you. And you will find in him and from him and through him everything that you need. You can trust him, the Lord Jesus. He is at the middle of time. He is the meaning of time. He is the measure of time. He is the Messiah who gives shape and substance to all of time. He is the one and the only one to whom our praise is due. And he is the one worth giving our lives to forever. He is the one who fills up the meaning of what we mean when we say, as I say to you, Merry Christmas.